morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful week and, most importantly, a wonderful Halloween. I know I did. I mean, on Halloween, I dressed up as Mario and I had a blast. I got some Hershey's, some Kit Kats, some Reese's Pieces. You're never too old to go trick-or-treating, especially when you know somebody who has full-size candy. But Anyway, with Halloween over, we now look forward to Thanksgiving and all the good food that we're going to eat. Steamed ham, some fried turkey, macaroni and cheese, some baked beans, stuffing, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, and whatever traditions you guys have in each other's house. For me, I'm more of a ham person. My grandmother makes the most perfect ham with some pineapple juice. It is just delightful. Oh my god, I'm getting hungry just talking about it. <laughs> but anyway, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most perplexing games that has ever been announced. A game, even to this day, that has people convinced it's either a fake or it will never be released. And that game is the day before. First, uh, before going into the game, I want to talk about how important it is for a company that is either new or showcasing a new IP for the first trailer to be good. Because first impressions are extremely important and will either give fans excitement or dread. And it will either build up some good hype for the game or them just waiting to see how badly it's going to be. Because honestly, a lot of games fail because they don't know how important this step actually is. And if your game, especially if it's a new IP and you're a new studio, you're just going to fade into obscurity. And that is actually something this game didn't do. This game actually made a fantastic, fantastic first impression. I mean, they did this step perfectly. And this was about two years ago. This game took the world by storm with its amazing announcement trailer, showcasing amazing graphics that were incredible for a PC game, especially coming from a small studio that nobody has ever heard of. And I remember how excited I was seeing this game and basically buying a PC being, oh my God, this game is playing like The Division and it's gonna be so much fun. I mean, when I saw it, I honestly thought that it was made by Ubisoft. But no, it was made by a very small studio. Now, after the trailer, it was announced that the day before was going to be an open, massive multiplayer survivor horror game that's going to take place in a post-apocalyptic United States that has been overrun with zombies. And like I said, it was kind of presented that it was a mix between The Division and The Last of Us. And the trailer basically showcased somewhat of the gameplay, and it looked like they weren't lying about it. The gameplay was basically in third person, the layout, the control trolls were very similar to both games. And that's not a bad thing. Both The Division and The Last of Us have pretty good game styles, uh, very similar in a sense. And I mean, besides The Division being a bad game, I mean, it played pretty well. At least the first one did. When I tried to play the second one, God, that was awful. But for The Last of Us, I mean, solid gameplay there. And again, from a small studio, this was very impressive. And the funny thing is, the announcement trailer, while it was impressive, did not showcase 
much of the actual gameplay. It just showed a video that kept saying, hey, this is not actual gameplay in a sense. So we were just going to have to wait and see what the actual gameplay was going to be. Because remember, the announcement trailer is its, is the basically the first impression. You don't really expect there to be a lot of gameplay, but you expect there to at least give you some type of idea of how the controls are actually going to be. Not just showing, hey, this is going to be in third person. But one thing that was very interesting was not only did it show an explorable city, but also a large forest area outside the city that was very explorable. I mean, I was already picturing me and my friends playing this game, venturing out on missions, collecting items, trying to survive, fighting off not only enemies, but enemy teams as well. So I was already picturing in my head, this is going to be kind of fun, especially if we got to hunt something that goes from the city to the forest area. And if there is basically no low time, it's going to be so much fun. And apparently this is going to be not only a regular interaction type game, but a mission based objectives style too. So again, we got some really fun stuff to look forward to. Now, the game after the announcement trailer went silent for a few months, especially before it was revealed that the game was going to be released of June of 2022. Now, a lot of people were very surprised that the game was coming out so soon, especially from a small studio. And this small studio was called, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, Fantastic. Basically, it's like fantastic, but take away the a and you basically got the studio name and the studio at the time was only six years old with a team of 25 or less employees and the publisher that was going to publish this game was based in russia and towards the beginning of 2022 the game got its first of many many delays because it was announced that the studio was going to transition the game from unreal engine 4 to 5 and you know what? I saw that as a good thing. A lot of people saw this as a good thing. Since Unreal Engine 5 was basically the newest engine from Unreal, it would allow the game's graphics to be more pristine, to look more realistic. Because if you looked at some of the showcases for Unreal Engine, they looked absolutely incredible, especially compared to the previous engine. So you know what? A lot of people were not angry about it. They saw this as an opportunity for this game to last a lot longer, especially on the newest engine because if they would have opened with a four, I mean, sure, it still would have looked great, but compared to the five, a lot of people would have made the comparisons like, oh my God, why didn't you do this before? So it was a matter of perspective on why they decided to go for the five. Now, the one thing that was very interesting was after this announcement, the company basically went silent for nine months. Yes nine months and that was insane especially since even though they went silent for nine months the day before was one of steam's most wishlist games on the platform people still wanted to get their hands on this game so it was incredible that they didn't say not a single post a trailer or nothing for about nine months and after this delay at the start of january of 2023 something happened that left a lot of people skeptical about the future of the game and that it was taken off steam's wish list due to a copyright infringement by a third party now a lot of people thought that the game was canceled 
until they released like a 10 minute gameplay trailer that showed barely any gameplay and looked like it was from an entire cutscene. So after that, so many people had conspiracy theories, conspiracy uh, videos coming out, scrutinizing the gameplay trailer, talking about how it looked fake. And one thing that was kind of funny was after this, it was revealed that the game was going to be delayed again until November of this year. And I got to say, they started releasing shorts after this. Basically, shorts showing some of the gameplay that they were going to have and about the new release dates and a bunch of other stuff. And the one of the biggest shorts they had that came out about four or five months ago was showcasing... Uh, basically what someone was driving a car, a good looking car driving super fast throughout a city. And I'm not going to lie. I basically had to do a double take and make sure that I clicked on the right video and make sure I wasn't watching a video for an entirely different game. Because like I said, it basically had someone just driving around and it didn't feel like I was watching the same game that was shown in the announcement trailer. But no, I didn't make a mistake. It was the day before. And it, the conspiracy theories after that just went crazy. Like, do they even know what type of game they want to make? And a bunch of other stuff as well. And the day before made a few more shorts until the most recent one that came out on November 1st that came out with a decent trailer showcasing the character creation, how the missions were going to work, and another release date for December 7th. But instead of it being a full game release, like previously stated, they were going for an early access release. And this is probably the smartest option that they can do. Now, for those of you that don't know what that means, when a game is released for early access, it basically means that the game is not done. But it is playable. A lot of indie developers go this route for people to buy to have early access and this is a way for them to fund a game. And they continue to work on the game, releasing updates, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, and basically responding to a lot of fan feedback. It's a great way for people to actually uh, interact with their community. And when they get enough money or they do enough updates to release the game, those who got early access basically inherit the new game while they're able to release the full version of the game on Steam, on the actual marketplace, and able to release it on consoles if that's what they were going to. The most recent game to actually do this was Baldur's Gate 3. It was on early access for almost a year before being officially released on Xbox and PlayStation and of course Steam and other platforms as well. And the fun thing is about this is that some games will actually be in early access for many years. Seven Days, a very popular zombie survivor game, has been in early access and beta for almost five, six years. So it's not unheard of that a game will take its time before being fully released for a full game so fans can play around with it or they can continue to work on it, especially if they're a small indie team. Similar to what uh, Fanatic or Fantastic is, because again, employees for about 25 or less, that's a very small team, especially for something so big like the day before that they've been advertising. So I'm actually happy that they're going for the early access. Will I buy the early access? I honestly, I don't know. This game has been a part of so many conspiracy theories that I don't even know if what they showed is going to be the end result. I'm very scared. 
that if I were to purchase the early access, that I'm going to be very disappointed with the gameplay, with the trailer, with what they're actually trying to build. Because at this point, nobody knows. Nobody actually, it's like buying, it's like watching a trailer that's showcasing that this is going to be the greatest action film ever. And it turns out to be a comedy. That's basically what we have right here to simplify this. It doesn't turn out there's barely any action or if it is, it's very minuscule and it's mostly like a comedy, a romantic comedy, a rom-com that basically doesn't go anywhere. That That's basically the equivalency of this. So I'm, and another thing I also have my doubts is that this game will actually be released by December 7th because if it is, then it's going to be a very interesting game for a lot of YouTubers to review. Because I don't know if spending $50, $60 on an early access game is going to be the best way to spend my money. I mean, shoot, I'm still mad about the Callisto Protocol, especially with the studio closing down. God, that's just terrible. Oh, God, I wish if I could go back in time last year, I would not have pre-ordered that game. I would not at all. So I'm just going to reserve my right to purchase this game until I see like, I mean, I already know that they're going to do a, a before you buy video on it. So I'm just going to wait for that before actually going to purchase the game. And if it's delayed again, well, it's not like this hasn't happened before. But anyway, even if it does release, I really hope that the hype is met. This game becomes a good game and the studio is able to evolve into a much bigger studio that's able to take whatever ideas that they have and flourish. That's just the optimist in me. The skepticism in me is saying this game is going to crash and burn. So, I mean, take it as you leave it. But anyway, that's it for this week's episode. I know it's a short one, but like I said, I wanted to talk a little bit about the history of this game. Because honestly, I already know that this game is going to be the subject of so many different types of YouTube videos, reviewers, so I figured why not get in the front of the line, talk about the history of this game, and just hope for the best. Because like I said, maybe a year from now, if the game's not good, the studio will disperse and we'll get to hear all the privy little details from all the disgruntled employees. It's happened before, it'll probably happen in the future. But anyway, like I said, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful first week of November. And I hope you guys remember to turn black the clock. Because I am definitely, definitely going to be enjoying this extra hour of sleep. I don't know about you, but an extra hour of sleep is going to make me happy. And I hope it does the same for you guys too. But like I said, don't forget to turn back the clocks. Because if your clocks don't automatically turn back you're going to be waking up very angry that you had an entire hour left to sleep especially when your alarm clock wakes you up but i hope you guys have a blessed week and i'll see you next week for another fun episode sayonara see you later and have a blessed one goodbye